0: Um, I have just decided to do a feature video for Friday in lieu of Instagram's new feature coming out. I asked you guys to submit questions and I'm just doing a little solo episode for the podcast. This is our first ever five-question Friday. Please listen carefully. So the first question is... What made you decide to start a podcast? And I figured this would be the most suitable question to start with. Starting this podcast really and truly, I I suppose, came from the love of listening to podcasts. I started a little while ago listening to the Ultimate Health Podcast, which is an amazing podcast to go listen to. Um, And I fell in love with it. I was sick of listening to the radio. I was sick of listening to all the crappy music. And I needed an alternative, and I went on Facebook and I said to everyone, what's everyone's favorite podcast to listen to? Took down everyone's suggestions, found one that I related to, stuff I wanted to listen to, and it was like gung-ho from there. I honestly don't listen to the radio anymore. It's either podcast or silence, and that's about it. I have a podcast playing generally always in the car, in my office at work. When I go to the gym, if I go for a walk, I do also go for walks in complete silence and just listen to the birds chirp. But for the most part, I have a podcast playing, so um, after producing two short films about mental health awareness that I always wanted to go and do something more and reach a wider audience and talk to people and hear what they had to say. I think that what we see on the news isn't the whole story and I feel like there is so much more not being talked about because everything is owned by a big corporation or owned by someone controlling them, maybe not even controlling them, or giving them You know, A, B, and C to follow when they are producing content, whether it's online, in a newspaper, whatever it may be. And I just wanted to keep learning. I wanted to keep talking to people. Um, About a year ago, I did a art blog called Artists for Artists, where I went and interviewed local artists in the Windsor area. And I just sat down and interviewed them, posted up a picture, and quoted them online. And it was awesome. And it kind of gave me an insight into interviewing people and having conversations and learning more. And I just I suppose all of those things collectively brought me to the podcast world where I could be in front of people, but also (laughs) hide behind a mic, you know, just give my two cents and hear other people's stories and and share them and find a, a connection online that I didn't think I had before. So the second question is, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? And whenever I'm asked this question, I have two answers. Uh, First and foremost, I have no fucking idea. Um, I have definitely learned in the last year that I want to do a lot of different things and I'm going to try doing different things and who knows what's going to be a success and who knows what's going to be a failure. I just know that in five to ten years if I am blessed to be here that I am just content trying new things, continuing to live life, enjoy my day to day. I try not to think about those things because the future for me doesn't exist. The future for me has always been a source of fear. Um, so the way I live my life or try to live my life now is in a way that isn't succumbed to what's going to happen next. What am I going to do in five to 10 years? What are, I get overwhelmed thinking about those things. And all I know right now is that I'm in this present moment. I am here right now. What happened 30 seconds ago is gone. And I'm right here. And I don't know what the next 30 seconds are going to be. I also just want to acknowledge the fact that I feel very privileged to be in a position that I can make the decision to not worry about the future. I am very blessed to be in a part of my life that allows me to just be present because it's not so easy for everyone to just be in the present moment. A lot of other people have kids and And family to take care of and the future for them is making you know the next meal get on the table and I am very very privileged and very lucky to be at a point in my life that allows me to sit here and say the future doesn't exist in my world so there are two sides to every coin so take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt because you know Again, my process is not your process. Um, I'm only living through my own experience, Um, but I just want to acknowledge the fact that I'm very aware that I'm in a very comfortable, sustainable, and happy living condition that allows me to live presently and not live in fear of the future. So my 5-10 to year plan is hopefully to be alive and well and this might be morbid for some people but I've been to a lot of funerals since I was young and I've seen a lot of my friends um, and my friends family members and my own family members be put into the ground too young. I just hope that I'm lucky enough to be alive and well in five to ten years and if I am blessed enough that I'm walking on two legs and breathing with two lungs, and that's good enough for me. And it's taken me a long time to succumb to that. It's taken me a long time to be okay with that. But I think it has always been ingrained in me that uh, life is really short. And those people that were buried young, they don't have the opportunity to even wake up today and see the sun. Who knows where they may be? That's a whole other discussion, but... They don't have the opportunities to kiss their partner. They don't even have the opportunity to hold their hand. so in five to 10 years, I hope I am just well, capable, alive, healthy, and enjoying the very little things because those are the most important to me. So my third question is a little more generic. Um, It says, what did you want to be when you were a kid? As far as I can remember, I wanted to be a teacher or a veterinarian and I think that is a true testament to where I'm at in my life now, not to say that I would be a good teacher or a good vet because I didn't go to school for either of those things, however, I have an abundance of love for animals, obviously, um, not obviously, I guess for those of you that may or may not know me, I volunteer a lot with local rescue at animal shelters, so my love of animals, animals has not faded, and um, yeah, when I grew up, I suppose I just wanted to be a teacher because I think I looked up to my teachers, and I have a booklet that I filled out in kindergarten, I think, that says, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it says that I wanted to be a teacher, so I'm going to assume that my kindergarten self knew what she was talking about. (laughs) So the next question says, is there one thing that you've learned that you stick with or do you just adjust and adapt each day? And that is a loaded question and it will come with a loaded answer um, because the answer is both. There are things that I stick with that keep me balanced. These are the things that I keep in the back of my mind. These are the tools that I use to manage my stress. They help me manage my highs and lows. Um, Those things have changed throughout the years, and things that used to work for me um, don't necessarily work for me now. Um, But I certainly think that I have become a little more in tune with myself and what I want and what I strive for. I've also become in tune with things that I struggle with and dealing with those emotions uh, properly. One of those things that I stick to and try to stick to because nothing is perfect. Perfect is is not even on my radar or exists in my world, um, but the things that I try to do that I stick with as of lately has been breathing exercises, and I know some people are rolling their eyes and thinking it's all woohoo and whatever, but I swear if you just try it, it is so simple, it costs you nothing. A couple simple breaths for me can take me out of my head and bring me back to rational thought Um, as someone who experiences very extreme levels of excitement as well as very extreme levels of Fear and sadness. Breathing and finding my headspace has been one of the greater tools in my pocket as of lately. Um, I was once told to think about white light when you're feeling down. And just the idea of thinking, closing your eyes, and picturing nothing but white has often helped me a lot, especially. In the mornings, um, I have a hard time sometimes getting out of bed. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed for absolutely no reason and I wake up and my heart is racing and I'm already crying and I have no idea why. And thinking about white light has helped tremendously. And again, I know I understand that that sounds so cheesy. I used to think that was so cheesy too until I tried it. And it became part of my like regular routine. Um, So I definitely think that those are two things that I stick with um, is because they're so simple and you don't have to be in a certain place or have something material in your hands. You can just do those things by yourself, wherever you are, whether you're on the top of a roller coaster freaking out or you're having a hard time getting up in the morning. It's just, it's something simple that I have tried to um, practice regularly. However, there are also a lot of days where you have to adjust and adapt to what's going on around you because every single day is different. Everyone knows this. You don't have the same day, let alone the same minute in a day. So something I read online said, you know, forgive yourself and recommit in the morning. And I think that has been something that really stuck with me because, you know, in whatever you failed at during the day... Whether you ate poorly, you had too many bags of chips or too much cheese in my case, or you failed an exam or you missed an appointment. Anything that you fail at during the day, once you lay your head to rest, you have to forgive yourself. And I think that has been something that I have adapted to doing. At the end of the day, whatever it may may be, forgive yourself. It's okay. It's not a big deal. The world isn't so scary. It's not the end of the world. Um, Although it might have seemed that way at the time, because I can tell you I have had full on breakdowns because someone yelled at me. Um, You forgive yourself at the end of the day for maybe not being perfect at living living life the way you think it's meant to be lived, or you weren't positive enough in that certain situation. Forgive yourself. You are human. But you really have to forgive yourself at the end of the day because you are your greatest asset. And if you can't take care of yourself, then other things in life become more challenging if you can't accept yourself the way you are, which is also not to say, you know, there's always room for improvement, 150%, but forgive yourself. At the end of the day, forgive yourself, move on, let it go, recommit in the morning. You say, you know what, tomorrow's a new day, clean slate, we're going to kill it. And you know what, if you mess up again so be it. You move on. It's, I think something I'm realizing just as of recently is that life doesn't have to be so serious. You can kind of say, I don't care. And that's not to say that I don't care about things in in my life. It's to say that I don't care that I just bawled for 20 minutes on my car ride home and had to pull over because I was so upset. I lived in that moment. I had it. I felt it. I embraced it. I knew logically that perhaps I could have handled it a different way but we're past that moment. Move on. Forgive yourself. Recommit tomorrow. Just get through the day doing your best. And if your best today is laying in bed and watching movies and crying, good. Do that. Heal. Relax. Rest. So our fifth question and final question says, how do you overcome adversity and face the more difficult days and moments? Um, and I think this definitely relates to the last question. My process is not going to be the same as your process. And I think that is the first thing to acknowledge. Um, I'm only speaking from my experience. But I think the most important thing that I've done in facing my down days, is, which is what I call them, is being okay with it. And I know that's easier said than done. Um, but making the conscious effort to just identify how you're feeling saying to yourself it's okay it is what it is we're just going to have this feeling and let it happen i think we are taught our whole lives that being sad angry embarrassed uh fearful we're taught that all these emotions are bad and i think it's really important to recognize that no emotion is bad fear is there to tell you that something's wrong. Being sad is there to tell you that something's wrong. All these emotions that are deemed bad or wrong are often our teachers in life. They teach us to be more aware of what's going on because something doesn't feel right. That's important. That's not bad or wrong at all. So I think acknowledging that and, and knowing that when I'm sad It's because something in my gut is telling me that this doesn't feel right and this hurts. That's a good thing. Imagine walking around all day thinking everything was good and someone told you that you were a terrible person, you ruined their life. Imagine that didn't make you sad. I mean, hey, if that doesn't make you sad, by all means, you know, that's fantastic. I wish I could do that. Um, But being sad is a good thing being angry is a good thing. Being scared, being fearful, being embarrassed, you know, none of these emotions are inherently bad. They're bad because we're taught they're bad. So that's my first step I suppose in dealing with the more difficult days and moments is first just identifying the way that I feel and knowing that it's okay. I think the best way to overcome bad days is just to live through them and embrace them. Know that they are part of your journey. They are part of telling you that something's going on in your life that maybe needs fixing or maybe needs an adjustment or needs some change. Identify, feel, embrace it. For some people, that might be three hours, three days, or three weeks. But once you get that feeling, after it's gone, let it go. Let it be in the past and move forward. And that wraps it up for our first... question Friday so if you have uh, more questions other questions different questions ask away DM me on Instagram and uh, the next Friday that I want to do this I will post up on Instagram requesting questions so if you forget to DM me or whatever there will be reminders to submit questions and I'm just hanging out talk soon guys have a lovely day And as you know, I am Sierra Parr, and this is just part of the process.